Welcome to our worship from Seal Church, led by me, Canon Anne Labar. Our thanks today go to Kevin Bright for our sermon, to Sally and Paul Thompson for our readings, and to the choristers of St Martin in the Fields for our hymns. There won't be any podcast worship for the following two Sundays, on July the 25th and August the 1st, as I'm taking a break. But I will be sending out the link to the National Church of England online service, and you can also worship by phone with the C of E on the Daily Hope phone line by phoning 0800-804-8044. That's 0800-804-8044. From August the 8th, there will be just one slightly shorter podcast each Sunday, available online or on the phone. The link will be emailed out in a shorter weekly newsletter and also available on the church website, the blog, social media and on our phone line, just as it is now. I hope this will become a permanent feature of our worship so that you can always join us if you aren't able to come to the church building.
reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people. It is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety, and this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Thanks be to God. The Gospel according to Mark. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognised them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Genesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognised him and rushed about the whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. This is the Gospel of the Lord. How does today's Gospel reading make you feel? Maybe it particularly resonates with all who know what it is like to have unrelenting pressure and demands upon their time and talent, seemingly never a moment's rest. Whilst more flexible working patterns can have benefits for all concerned, on the occasions I've had to work late and send an email at some unsociable hour, it's shocking how quickly others respond, almost as if certain people never truly switch off or take rest, a most unhealthy habit. It gets worse when we push ourselves to keep going because we have a break, some rest and recuperation planned that we're looking forward to, and then something crops up which we can't ignore and we're forced to cancel. Today's reading follows the sending out of the disciples in pairs by Jesus. As he went among the villages teaching 
and also after the brutal beheading of John the Baptist, followed by the disciples laying his body in a tomb. It's been a tough time, so Jesus says, Come away to a deserted place, all by yourselves, and rest a while. It sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Rest. Ah. Beyond physical rest, real recuperation takes place when we feel liberated so that we can breathe freely, deeply. Our very souls can be nourished as a weight is lifted from our shoulders. And we let that which restores us wash over our very being, bringing benefits tangible, yet difficult to define. The feeling of warm sunshine that feels like it sinks into our bones. The breeze which feels clean, fresh and life-giving. Water which we can't resist dipping into. Verdant landscapes which actually soothe our eyes rather than strain them. In Psalm 23, the psalmist takes us to a realm where God provides for us as a loving shepherd. We shall not be in want among lush green pastures and still waters. A picture is painted by these words, which would have been all the more powerful to those hearing them, living in a dusty, arid climate. Imagery that lowers our blood pressure as the sense of calm sweeps over us. So, after time walking dusty streets, facing people's life-changing challenges, the opportunity for some rest in a quiet place to escape the pressure and challenges must have felt like a dream. Let's take a boat to a quiet spot on the lake where we can chill out. It sounds great, doesn't it? The British Army used to have a test, which might still be used, where recruits would be required to undertake an exercise, say, run 20 miles across the Brecon Beacons carrying heavy loads. A great challenge for even the fittest of people. At the end of it, would-be soldiers crossing the finishing line would collapse in a heap, relieved to have made it, looking forward to water and rest. Only to be told to get up and do it again. Some would despair, consider the task impossible and give up. Others would find inner resources not previously called upon and decide to set off again finding a truck one mile down the road to take them back to camp. It was a test of mental strength, determination and commitment, a chance to see how people react when something they look forward to is taken from them. So we hear that an exhausted Jesus together with his disciples arrive at their deserted place, start wading ashore with a few fish and some bread the barbie a bit later, only to be faced by hordes of people. Mark tells us that he had compassion for them. Now, he might be the son of God, but he was also fully human, 
So what was his reaction when he realised that his plans to finally chill out and have a barbie had just gone up in smoke? Was his first thought to jump back in the boat and head off to a less accessible spot, pretending he hadn't seen the people? Or did he mutter something his, under his breath like, Oh, great. Maybe he looked to the sky and thought, Really, Father? Not even an evening off? Whatever his reaction, it was clearly overridden by his shepherding instincts, which ran far deeper than any immediate plans for rest. Resonating with the theme of our psalm, he immediately understood the people's needs and began teaching them. As we read on, it becomes clear that Jesus is in great demand wherever he goes. At Gennesaret, as soon as he steps out of the boat, he is also mobbed by people. Wherever he goes, people are bringing their sick friends and loved ones to him on mats to be healed. It is evident that Jesus giving his life for his sheep is not contained to the single moment of going to the cross, but his commitment was lived out on a daily basis. Here in Mark, we see him sacrificing food and fighting fatigue in order to tend his flock. And their yearning for instant results confirms the sheep-like mentality of many of these people with no long-term plans. Perhaps they see Jesus as a magician or healer someone who can offer quick fixes to their problems. But he wants to offer so much more than this, something much deeper than this. Long-term, life-changing healing and knowledge, which leads to eternity with his Father. His teaching is aimed at helping the people make informed decisions for themselves, so they can be less sheep-like and more wholly human. Teachings available for us to draw upon today to guide our own thinking, decision making and actions. If the people were able to take this on board, they would become less sheep-like, following the flock without any long-term plans and more human, more able to think for themselves and lead their own lives. But it's a reading we need to handle with care. Anyone suffering from mental stress should not be asking themselves why they may be struggling, rather draw upon the depths of God's love and pastoral care that's always there for us. It's a reminder that God is never too tired for us or of us. This hopeful message that Jesus was showing was how God feels about people who are lost, how he feels about those who don't know what to believe in or who to turn to. Sometimes people get so used to rushing from one thing to the next without really taking time to stop and think. Perhaps among the many things that Jesus taught the people, it was about the dangers of rushing from one situation to the next, just because that is what everyone else is doing. We can easily get caught up in ways of living which aspire to conform or even exceed the way of the crowd without stopping to think about what really matters, 
Sometimes we need the courage to step out of the crowd and follow a different course, which we know to be better. If anyone is in need of self-examination, it is the leaders, the types of shepherds described by the prophet Jeremiah, whose actions result in the flock being scattered and driven away. His attack is aimed at the kings of Judah and Israel, but it's also a message more generally for anyone finding themselves in a position of power and responsibility who doesn't seek to do good for the people they lead. When we reflect upon the Gospel reading, it could also be seen as fulfilment of this message, the hope offered to the neglected sheep, the people let down by their civil and religious leaders has arrived in Jesus. As we look around our world, many long for rescue from the mess they find themselves in. Ruined and corrupt economies where leaders live in luxury while their people starve. War-torn refugees suffering and displaced by conflicts they have no part in. Environmental disasters resulting from leadership too selfish to seek change or risk losing traction in the race for world dominance. Jesus reminds us that we need not just be sheep when we see all these things happening. We have access to his teachings, his wisdom, and prayer to share our struggles and seek guidance. Because of this, we are not powerless. When we stop to think about it, we're all leaders at times, not only in obvious settings like schools, workplaces, churches, clubs, and societies, but also in the smaller everyday things we do, in our homes and our families, among friends and in shared tasks, we have the opportunity to show others a better way that truly reflects the love, care and desire for our well-being, which comes from God. Amen. Let us pray. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name. Increase in us true religion. Nourish us with all goodness, and of your mercy keep us in the same. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.